Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to Lovely men, wonderful men, men. Lovely men, wonderful men, men. Men, 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 many men, men, men. Welcome to episode 55 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. Over there is Mrs. H. This is the many men episode. Apparently it's raining men. Hallelujah. Well, we thought we would do an episode on men. Men. It's like Sesame Street. Today's word is... Men. Men. It's brought to you by the letters M-E-N. Men! <laughs> would you say you were Mr. Man? Mr. Man? Ah. Um, yeah, what would my Mr. Man... Oh, my God. Would, uh, Mr. Grumpy? Oh, never. Mr. Weirdo? That Mr. Nerd. Mr. Nerd? Would <laughs> <laughs> it uh, have a Z at the end, so it would be Mr. Nerds. Mr. Nerdy. Mr. Nerdy. Yeah. Thank you. Mr. Roboto? Oh, yes. Yes, it would be. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the Menisode. <laughs> that sounds like, um, it reminds me of... Like um, menopause? Yeah, exactly that, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm having a, a man's episode. If I stopped it in the middle, would I be menopausing the episode? Oh my gosh. <laughs> go and sit in the corner and think about what you said. I'm going to go sit in the corner and have a wank. Like a man? Like a man. Okay. I'm going to wank like a man. <laughs> How many more men references would you like? Many. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yes, welcome to this um, curious little episode, which um, in in a moment we're going to kick Mrs. H off and introduce a special guest. Wait, that makes it sound like I'm going to kick you off. Like, kick (laughs) you off in your men episode. You're going to wank us off on our men episode. Wait, what? No, I might have done that already. (laughs) At one point. Not during the episode. No, sadly not. We got shepherded out of the room. Well, you ladies got shepherded out of the room. Yes. So we, so we co- didn't interrupt you. Okay, so we, we should explain who we're talking to. Ah, yes. Which is the you, gentle... Man. No, no, it's you, gentle listener. <laughs> <laughs> but in the interview, what we're about to play at some point once this weird rambling section is done, um, we caught up with our lovely chums, uh, Lord Voldemort and mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice. And we recorded um, a, a men's episode, which is mm. this one. And a lady episode, uh, which is next week's or, you know, two weeks times episode or whenever we decide to put it out. Now, I do apologise. I fucked up the original recording. I thought you were going to say you fucked up by letting me drive for the next show. <laughs> well, yeah, I did do that. I could see you cringing in the corner like, oh, my God. Well, the good news is because she's of... doing this entire episode. <laughs> Nobody puts Mrs. H in the corner. Although, was I in the corner? I'm not sure. Anyway, well, the good news was is because um, the recording messed up. You won't ever have to hear that episode. They get to do it all over again. I so, know. It'd be even better. I know. Well... And it was already gold. I mean, it was it was setting a fairly low standard, to be fair. Thank it can you. only it go up from here. Lady gold. <laughs> Lady garden gold. 
Uh, yeah, that sounds like a weird like milk brand or something. Title of my seventh studio album, <laughs> Lady Garden Gold. <laughs> mm, okay. I don't want to know what the golden brown cover is about. Oh, but... God. <laughs> anyway, so um, Lord Voldemort and I had a nice chat about men in the lifestyle. Men. Men. Man. Were you all like um, cavemen, like beating your chest and talking about how you like to provide for your women? It's basically 45 minutes of him and I going, Ooga chaka, ooga chaka, ooga chaka. <laughs> or were you being all like touchy feely and getting in touch with each other's like men emotions? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think it's, it's a, I believe that it's a really interesting interview or conversation. I think it's not really an interview. No, it's, it's more of a man-to-man chat. It's, yeah. Like a, a nice little heart-to-heart. Man-heart-to-man-heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it's cute. It's, well, it, it was very cute. I was in it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I thought it was really sweet how you, you two just like got your heads together and, and talked about things that men probably don't talk about so much to each other. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of what we wanted to do, really, was explore some of the things that we found within the lifestyle, some of our insecurities, some of the problems that we've encountered and share them with you all, bear our heart and our man's leaves. Aww. I think it's interesting that actually more and more husbands and wives and partners, etc., will talk to each other now more, yeah. communicate about things, which is great. But again, men tend not to, and it's generalisation, talk to each other sometimes. That's, that's true. I think as a sweeping generalisation, mm-hmm. certainly in my vanilla life, vanilla life... Whereas women will get together all the time and be like... Tell me everything, and we'll happily just dissect anything and pull it apart and talk about each other's like lives happily. Men well, don't tend to do it as, as often. No, not really. I mean, most of my friends, if I'm chatting to them and the topic of sex come up, you hear one of them go, "Bad!" and they just fly away. <laughs> oh, I'm off to get a beer now. Yeah, <laughs> watch some footy. Exactly. Um, no, they don't really do footy. Many of them, but you know what I mean, though. But yeah, they'll, they won't they'll do really the, tackle a, the a equivalent. Subject. We're off to play some. Something manly like Gears of War or something. I don't know. It's going to beat our chests. <laughs> no, that requires a level of effort. Let's <laughs> lift a controller and celebrate by by calling <laughs> each other names via PlayStation chat or something. So, yeah, it's, it was really interesting to sit down with Lord Voldemort and go through, uh, or LV as we call him, mm-hmm. um, all of this stuff and get some of this stuff off our man chests. Oh. I, I really shouldn't, should stop saying man in front of so many things. <laughs> Well, you, you do both have very delightful man chests. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? Although it sounds like something that you'll keep men's stuff in. A man chest. What? Well, like a, a chest of stuff that you're going to keep men things in. Not men in. Yeah, I, I see what you did. <laughs> it just took a weirder turn than normal. Oh, wait. Hang on. Why is this any great surprise to you? Given the, the fuck-ups I've made over the last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite interesting, actually, because um, on our first recording session... Um, Lord Voldemort turned up wearing a hat. He really did. It was a fine hat. And you said to him, why are you wearing a farmer's hat? It, yes, he did remind me of a farmer. And he said, is it not more like Fidel Castro? <laughs> and Mrs. H said, what, like the oil? No, what I said was, oh, how's your car? And he was like... Why would you say car if I said I was like Fidel Castro? Yeah. And I said, well, like the oil, like Castro GTX. <laughs> so despite our visit to Cuba a couple of years ago, <laughs> Mrs. H is clearly not taken on the the importance and historical reference of the whole Fidel <laughs> Castro stuff and instead has, has reduced it to Castro oil. 
Yes. So there was much hilarity. Yes. And you all shook your heads at me in dismay. Mm-hmm. I think we reference it once or twice. Well, actually, I'm not sure because we've recorded two interviews <laughs> that are both around <laughs> about an hour long and um, both about the same topic with us covering the same thing. So. Amazing. Exactly. Well, actually, you lucky listeners, you get the slightly shorter version because by the time we got round to the second recording, we were ever so slightly more succinct. Oh, good. Like seven minutes more yeah. succinct, yeah. So somewhere out there, there was, there was additional content. There's tons of stuff that we wanted to cover that we just didn't get time. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you can do a follow-up. Well, you know, I, I don't want to overstep my man mark. So, you know, and, and obviously it's really important that you get the chance to have oh, a similar conversation you. with uh, Vanilla Rice and share in some of the things that you've been talking about. Mm, so We have um, much to say. You, well, that's not unusual, to be fair. <laughs> so um, if you want to check those guys out, uh, their profile name is His Cock, Her Tail. Yeah. And we talk about that on the show. Uh, they're also on Twitter. Uh, so And they, they're on Reddit as well. There's a whole bunch of sexy pictures on, of them around. So yeah. please go and check those out. I'm sure they'd love that. Cool. So um, without further ado, um, I'm going to play the interview music. Oh, my. God, um, holy shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, one, because it's the only one that you sing on. Uh-huh. Uh, and two, because I made that piece of fucking music and I'm damn sure I'm going to use it every opportunity <laughs> I get. <laughs> well, here you go. You have a good chance. Yeah, thanks. Roll the thing. We've got something that's just for you. Holy shit, it's an interview. So, welcome to the boys edition, the men edition. The Man, manisode, manisode, manisode. Yeah, the yeah. the dudeois. Welcome Dude to the dudeois. I think that's probably as good as we're going to get it. This is our second go at trying to record this. Um, it's fair to say that um, we we recorded a marvelous show. Brilliant. And if it's this one isn't good, just think all the really good stuff that was in the other one. Yeah, that you that you could have heard. What oh, what you could have so won good, so good. was amazing. And we'll we'll probably just spend the time in fact talking about how good the last episode oh, brilliant, brilliant. that we recorded and weren't able to publish was. And by the way, this is Mr. H here, and with me is Um Lord Voldemort. Ah, <laughs> cunning. Potter. <laughs> so we're here today to talk about all things men. So um this was really inspired by um, Kate from Swinging Down Under um, invited me onto her show or her and Daryl's show to talk a bit about um, men and some of the issues that we face in the lifestyle and some of the things that crop up. And I thought it was a really good opportunity to explore that a little bit in more depth, talk about some of the things that Lord Voldemort and I have sort of experienced and, and really just talk men. <laughs> so we've broken it down into a number of areas and hopefully we'll, we'll get through these um, given enough time. So the first one I, I really want to cover, uh, Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. LV, is that LV. LV. Yes, I believe that's the new, the latest uh, version. Yeah, let's, let's run with that, LV. Okay. No, thanks. Um, so easier. Yeah, exactly. So body issues. When when I joined the lifestyle, I, I was absolutely worried about my weight. I was worried about my height. I was worried about being too hairy and having a beard. Were these things you were worried about before? Um, not massively, actually, which is <laughs> it probably says a lot about my relationship. <laughs> not to say that I didn't give a shit about those things. I think uh, when, when we joined, I was in a bit of a... I'd already started sort of working on my weight. I can't work on my height. There's, no. there's only so much I can... So many Cuban heels I can, <laughs> I can put on and so many Hobbit roles I can audition for. But... I was actually just, um, I was trying to tackle the weight. And I think certainly looking back at our, 
our wedding pictures with Mrs. H and I, we, you know, we, we were both a lot larger than we ever wanted to be. And we, we, we were kind of already working on that a bit. And then we, then we thought, ah, oh, let's, you know, we talked about the lifestyle as a thing. And I thought, holy shit, you know, I, I've got to, got to put some effort in. And I think neither one of us wanted to be the, the weakest link, although clearly it is me. It, it, it was, um, you know, we wanted to put our best selves forwards. So I was, I was really worried about weight. And the other thing that came up when we when we signed on to Fab, one of the first messages we got was like, "Oh, you, you seem like really nice people. Um, could you shave your beard for me?" <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I get that people have preferences. Now, some things you can't change. Talking about height, you know, weight. I mean, some people are going to be naturally heavier because yeah. you know, they have that kind of frame. But you could shave your beard off, or change your hair, or any of these things the question is that's would you want to just for somebody else i mean if that's you you have a beard i have a beard i like having a beard and i think uh, it is a good beard by the way oh i think very much it's all right but um but yeah i was like no i've got a beard and if you don't like that then yeah find someone else to piss off but it was it just it shook it shook me actually that, that, that someone would be Oh, can you change part of yourself fundamentally so we can hook up as a one-off or something? Which just seems crazy. Yeah. I mean, yes, if you're in a long-term relationship and your wife didn't particularly like your beard, then I wouldn't even suggest changing it. But Or yeah. your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you could, yeah. But yeah, just for a short-term thing. I think that person would have to be incredible. And even then, it's a bit of an ask. It, it is quite... And- the other thing that sort of struck me around the sort of weight issue and, and, and the changing yourself is just the level of effort that some people put in. And I think there is something in that that quite often we see that, that the men don't bother in terms of trying to keep themselves in a decent shape, whereas the women seem to make a lot more effort. This is massive sweeping generalisations, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I don't know, is that true of society in general? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of guys who make an effort. But if you were going on a date just as a singleton rather than a double date, mm. would the girls always make more effort? I mean, maybe. Maybe. It's, it, but it's interesting because in the lifestyle, you do, you know, you want to do your very best and, and sort of attract as many great people as you can. So, so for me, it feels like I've almost got a care of duty to put the most mm. effort in. But it always surprised, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm always a little bit disappointed when the guy rocks up and he's just, you know, rolled out of bed and not really made any effort. Yeah, and that can be, you know, a body thing. Mm. I mean, you say, yes, you've got a beard, but there's a difference between having a beard and having a trimmed beard that you've, you know, you've made a bit of effort, had a bit of a shave, maybe put some beard oil in, whatever. It shows you've made an effort. Yeah. I mean, you might not like beards and then that's not going to change it, but, you know, you have, you are well kept. And again, the clothes and anything else. And I think that, yeah, we've been to clubs together and, um, yeah, I think, yeah, they have a dress code there and the girls will come in and look absolutely stunning and do dresses and lingerie and heels and the guys will come in and they're not even adhered to the dress code. No, it's a t-shirt and jeans. Jeans, yeah. And and it's not even something that's, it's like a team building 1990 (laughs) t-shirt. It it does always shock. Well, not shock me. I think it just surprises me that that, that lack of care and attention. So if there's one thing, or there's probably many, many things that we'll, we'll cover on this, but it would be great to see more people making an effort 
and, and trying to look their best. Um, the other thing that, that I've got on my body shoes list, when was, this was something that you know worried worried me a lot, was actually cock size. Now, in our great episode, we talked mm. about this quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Um, so your fab name is? Uh, his cock, her tail. And we met each other on Reddit, right? That's right. So, the so first in fact, time... it was a Reddit name first. Yeah. Using to post photos on Reddit. And our first thought, the first thing that we did was that, that we checked out your Reddit pictures. And it's fair to say, fella, you have a pretty big cock. Uh, well, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how to respond to that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the name was, uh, we like cocktails. And then because we were going to be posting naughty pictures, the cock and the towel, the, but the, I didn't really think anything of it. So it was interesting to know how that, name was received <laughs> we thought holy shit the ego on this bloke <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't really think about it and that i can understand how that might look but that wasn't really the intention and then subsequently i was like oh well we've got a reddit account so let's use the same name for fab and now twitter insta all that stuff um and it was to be fair it was a little bit intimidating i mean i don't have to handle it right <laughs> so that does save me a job um but mrs h has handled it and I, I was like Christ what, what's how does that pan out and I think when we when we started that whole lifestyle journey I was kind of I, you just don't know whether you've got a massive massive cock or whether, well, often you don't I think. well no I, I think you're right because um yes I've got a larger than average cock but I you the trouble is I haven't seen a lot of cocks and the ones that you've seen are porn and they're all you know, huge yeah and and you know, the perspectives that they use in porn to make all cocks look even bigger. Um, so there's not a lot to compare to. So, yeah, a red cock, that is, you know, in the changing room, you might see other guys, but, mm. and so you don't really know. Even then, you sort of think, oh, actually, okay, maybe my, mine is a bit you know, larger <laughs> than average. But, um, but yeah, it is a concern. And I mean, it's not a worry. It's not something I'm worried about, but equally, I think it doesn't, it, if you can't, I mean, yeah, the old cliche is it's not the, it's not what you do with it. It's not the size, but it's what you do with it or the, you know, what, not the size of the waves, motion of the ocean. Yeah, all those. Um, but that certainly holds true. I think there's probably some guys that just turn up and go, oh, I've got a big cock, don't need to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, in our, you know, our bedroom, and you know, there's plenty of other stuff that goes on, not yeah. including a cock. So, yeah, actually, if you're not good at oral or with your hands or toys or any of those things, mm. actually, then yeah, the cock is just a very small part of it or a large <laughs> part of it. But it is an interesting one because, it, you know, when we started going into the lifestyle, I was really, it was something that played on my mind quite heavily. And actually, as, as I've gone on, I've, I've, you know, I'm quite fortunate it's, it's not that I have a tiny cock by any stretch of the imagination, but it's been actually quite an interesting journey around getting getting your head into that space where, holy shit, that guy's huge. My wife mm. lo- must instantly love that more than anything else that she has at home. And that's and I think the thing is, again, porn perpetuates that myth, isn't it? That you know, women are only after massive dominance. Yeah, exactly. And some of them are not, no, fortunately. Well, I mean, I think we would much rather that a guy can, you know, do lots of interesting things rather than Juggling. just have a big cock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Juggling. Magic. Yeah. All Juggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, while in the bedroom, I mean, that would be an experience. Um, 
But yeah, I think, but it's interesting as well, just seeing a lot of naked people and what these bodies are like. And we recently went to a naked spa and yeah, everyone was just walking. And firstly, you're like, oh, oh, this is a bit weird. And then suddenly it was really liberating. But just actually, there's loads of bodies out there and loads of cocks of different sizes and shape and you know, and the women's bodies all different. Um, and so it's really interesting to see that. And the more you actually see real people, not, you know, airbrush models and porn stars and all of that, it gives you the sort of like, oh, okay, my body's, you know, not that odd or it's not, you know. And, it, and it, that's really true. I mean, we, we shit ourselves about going to Desire for weeks and weeks and months, just, just worried about how do we fit in? What it, how do we, you know, are, pe- are we going to, you know, are, are we going to be attractive enough to people? Are we too heavy, chunky, tiny boobs? Whatever where do we sit? Yeah, where, sort of in yeah. The... where do we sit in that pantheon? Actually, that moment of, of when we got there and got through the doors, it wasn't that long. And I was fuck it, I'm taking my shorts off, and I was naked for the rest of the time there. And it was actually very, like you say, very liberating and amazing to see all these different sizes, shapes, and characters, and people, and all this sort of stuff. And it actually, you, you begin to you you sort of line up really in a way. You sort of you get your head in gear, and you're like, actually, this doesn't really matter. It's much more about your personality or the, the skills that you bring to the table or... Well, that's it. So, I mean, apart from, yeah, the things inside the bedroom, actually, you know, the cock is a very small part of the guy and then actually the body is a very small part of the person, isn't it? Mm. So, you know, you might be um, tall or short or, you know, and you might be what society deems absolutely, you know, perfect specimen, tall, six-pack, big dong, you know, all that... But if you've got nothing else, if you've got no personality or... I mean, I'm very sapiosexual. So for me, attractiveness, I need intelligent conversation and humour. And, you know, I like a bit of something. You know, someone can banter a bit, take the piss out of you, those kind of things. Yeah. And actually, I'd much rather sleep with someone who is, you know, not sort of that ideal woman that you might have created on weird science, but, um, <laughs> um, but like has something else. And then, you know, or rather than, you know, that kind of perfect body, but there's just no depth. And it's important to realize that if you feel that way, then other people mm. must feel that way too, but it's getting your head into that. Oh, that space, absolutely. I, I mean, and I've never had too many body issues. I'm quite tall and that's generally deemed, I've never carried too much weight. Um, cause I'm just, lucky with my metabolism but i still everybody has issues mm. you're still looking at it and go, oh no i don't like that or it's when you see a photo from the side and you never see yourself from the side and you go oh god my head's a weird shape or you know whatever it might be well i've taken so many selfies now i'm at the point where mm. i pretty much know my face from every angle <laughs> oh but then what about when someone takes a photo of you from behind oh i've done that with a time oh okay well, <laughs> <laughs> i've around that perfect so, so moving on to the, the other bit that I want to cover is, is around performance issues. And this was always a, a worry of mine going into the lifestyle because actually um, you get very used to your partner and your partner knows what you like. And you almost, what we found initially is that our whole sexy times had compressed into a very streamlined, this is how it works. You know, we can get each other off quickly. We can do it all quickly. We can do this and that. Functional. But yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go quite as it's functional, but it certainly was minimum fuss around, you know, yeah. around the outside of it, and you could just get there quickly. So for me, I was I was really worried about coming too soon, or you know, and that that always stuck in my head. 
And because, you know, my tendency is, is I can go off at a moment's notice, but I'm a, the flip side of that is I've always known that I've been able to pick myself up and repeat quite often okay. and quite quickly. So that's the, the flip side for me. So I've always kind of been like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna, th- that's going to happen. But I'm like, if I get 10 minutes, then I can go again. If I get another 20 and minutes... And you can I'm do in. something in that 10 minutes. Yeah, something think, else. Yeah. Like read a book, uh, <laughs> watch, a, watch a little Pixar Back short. to the juggling. Yeah, exactly. That's when the magic show starts. <laughs> Um, so it, it took me a while to get over that. And I, you know, had moments where we've been in the lifestyle and we, we've had a play day and it's happened too soon. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then sometimes by the time things are going around again for me, which isn't very long, the other guy's finished and then that, that's him done. And everyone's finished. And everyone's yeah. finished. And then I'm just sat there muttering like muttly going, I'm ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so there is that juggling that and understanding your own body well enough as to how it, how it's going to, work and you know what your strengths and weaknesses are mm. but i've also sort of tried to get used to you know, just even wearing condoms was such a change mm. of pace for yeah, us uh, yeah i had to have a little uh trial <laughs> but i was like oh God, i literally haven't worn a condom for ages and weirdly um i hadn't thought about condom size before <laughs> i just because i didn't realize that my dick was a bit, I never sort of thought of king. I was like, I don't need a king size. I mean, that's for, yeah. but actually, it hadn't really occurred to me. And only sort of more recently, I've kind of thought more about that. And, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it was slightly, it was interesting to that kind of development that I go, oh, well, okay, actually, I might, I might have a big dick and I might need condoms. I might need, yeah. Um, but performance wise, I've not, uh, I've never had trouble coming too early not from and actually i've got that usually when i first start off i could probably come really quickly mm-hmm. um but I've, I've always been able to control that and then go oh, okay no i don't want to come now I'm not going to come the negative is almost sometimes i'll do that and then i've almost gone beyond it and then i'm not going to come so i've been um so with my wife and we go and She's having a great time. Really enjoy it. Yeah, not bigging myself up, I think. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but she's come several times. She's all absolutely knacking that bit, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. If you're done, I'm, I'm probably not going to get there now. I've kind of gone too. I've gone beyond it, and that's it. Doesn't actually bother me because I'm more about the journey than the destination. So I enjoy actually having sex and you know, pleasure, giving pleasure, and all of that. But I know the flip side can be actually a lady quite likes to know that they've been able to make you come. Well, and, and that's, you know, we, we've encountered that situation before where a, a fella hasn't hasn't come with Mrs. H and she's wondering if she's broken as a result of that or is she not sexy enough? Because or she couldn't do could, it. Couldn't yeah. get, get him there. And it's it's interesting, you, you sort of say, you know, you've been in, in situations where you've held it for so long and then you, you sort of go past that point. And very rarely that's happened to me. And at that point, I'm like, uh, what the fuck mm. is actually going on? And, you know, okay, it, I, granted, if it's like, you know, you've, you've gone several rounds and it's mm. nothing but blood and air at that yeah. point, then I, I can understand yeah, or that. Or if you've drunk so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems to be that drunk does, drinking doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem to, to knock me out. The thing, you know, I think I've, I've had occasions where I've just sort of passed out and that thing keeps working, which is slightly worrying. <laughs> Well, Probably says a lot uh, more oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, right. Not, <laughs> that obviously hasn't happened to that extent, but it, it tends to be that I can be really ill, poorly and, and sick or whatever, and, and it just does its thing, which is 
quite magical in many ways. Yeah. Um, so I suppose the opposite side of that then is the not being able to get it up. Mm. So the yeah, erectile dysfunction, you'd call it. Now, you've we've talked about this before. You've never had a problem with that. No. So it's never been an issue. I had never had a problem with it. Um, even, you know, so with my wife, but also with um, you know, previous partners, no problem. Even when, you know, and again, alcohol can be an issue, but even almost the opposite. I, I, when I've drunk too much, I almost get a, even more, even more, that's not right, uh, an even bigger hard on sort of, yeah, <laughs> than normal and say, no At this point, Mr. Mr. H moves the <laughs> bottle of wine away from Lord Voldemort. <laughs> um, however, in the lifestyle, I ha- it is something I've experienced. Um, and I was, I was shocked, I suppose. And, you know, I, f- I felt like shit, to be honest with you. Um, now, it's important to say that it's, I, I've never had any problem with it. It's not a medical issue. As far as I can some people have had, you know, will have had medical issues and there's loads of things. And if you do, you should, you know, go and see a GP, get it sorted out. It could be diabetes. It could be all these things, but chances are, you know, um, that you have those and you have them in your own, you know, your own bedroom with yourself or with your wife. So it's, you know, but it is worth investigating if that is good. I think in the lifestyle, if you don't have any problem for it, it is, just mental um not like oh crazy but i mean it's a, a mental problem <laughs> and um and it can be a number of things you know, just distractions or someone else is playing with your wife or the pressure gets to you or all of these things but um so going back to you know having a big dick great fantastic but actually if you can't get it out can't then it. what you need is all the other skills that we've talked about you know being you know doing other things and it's like um they say don't think of a blue tree and you automatically think of a blue tree if you think about not being able to get up you can't stop thinking about it i wonder how many people are thinking about blue trees right now and how many people are thinking about not being able to get it up yeah don't think about blue trees or not (laughs) getting it up (laughs) yeah sorry guys um so yeah and it's it's self-fulfilling really um but i think yeah it did make me feel pretty rubbish about it but actually talking about it Realising that it is isn't the end of the world, it might happen again, and yeah, you know, if it does happen, you can still get involved in other ways. There's, you know, like I said before, you know, oral fingers, sex toys, all those kind of things that you can still be part of it. Reading well, out a nice book, reading out a book, commentary, yeah, yeah. commentary is um, a particular favourite of mine. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that, you, but if you just sort of sit on the sideline, just you know, mumbling to yourself, you're going to get more you know, depressed about it. And it's going to, it's going to be more upsetting and you'll feel sh- more, you'll feel sh- rubbish the next day, probably. And so actually, you know, it's hard, it's easy to say, but there are things as well that I think you can do to get, get out of it. I think playing with your partner is quite good. Um, so, you know, starting off together. Um, but also just, Getting some experience under your belt, I think. For me, I just literally, thought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just you know, going. Oh, okay. If we're going to go and play, and like I said, we recently went to a nudist bar, just walking around naked, seeing other people, just you know, taking those opportunities and not, especially when you don't 
have to overthink it because if you're setting up for a date, you are naturally going to think, oh, well, you know, I wonder what, yeah, if I'm going to be good enough or if I'm, and all of that pressure can get you. Whereas if you just take those opportunities and in the moment, then chances are you haven't, you know, haven't sort of got into your own head too much. It, it is, I think, especially at your early career mm-hmm. <laughs> in the lifestyle, it, it can be quite easy to be intimidated by other people. Mm. And um, certainly Mrs. H and I have had that conversation and, and we've, we've been in a situation where, where sometimes the guys will literally take off the guys immediately and they'll be hard and ready to go. And mm. it's like, whoa, yeah. like, how the fuck do they... Do? And some people just, that's their talent, that's mm. what they can do. But it might be that you know, they're, they're quite experienced and so they're used to doing that. Or they've knocked back a couple of blue pills. <laughs> that could yeah. always be the, yeah. the alternative as well. So, you know, and, and there are various solutions to all of these things but but you're right i think getting yourself in the right headspace is often more important than i think else. so i mean the chance that if you don't have actually a problem then actually the pills aren't going to solve it if it's all mental but they if there's a placebo effect if they help just keep you you know, keep you hard rather than because it's not just not being able to get hard it's you know losing it halfway through for no particular reason mm. i find myself i'm it is an intimidation thing as well i I've always led in the bedroom, so been more dominant with all my partners, really. So to suddenly be in a situation where I'm, you know, I'm not leading the action, that I find, you know, slightly challenging to deal with, I suppose. And I don't, I'm not opposed to it. It's not I don't like it, but it's not my normal. Mm. And so I'm out of my comfort zone. And I think all of it's being out of your comfort See, zone. being inherently lazy, I quite enjoy it once someone yeah, takes yeah. the lead. Well, I, I think I would like it more, but uh, that is a conversation for another day. <laughs> Maybe if we talk loud enough, the ladies will hear it and <laughs> take, some, take some notes. Mm. Well, did they just knock on the door then? I'm no, no, sure. that was me no, knocking just... the chair. Ah, fair enough. So the other thing that, that, that worried me actually was going into the lifestyle was around not being able to please somebody. Just knowing if those, those techniques that you developed mm. with your partner, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever... Do they translate to other people? And no, I think is the, yeah. the short answer. Well, they some might, yeah, and so, yeah. So, but don't rely. Yeah, you can't. You, you've got to be able to mix it up and develop mm. other skills. I think, and that that did worry me at first. But actually, it turns out that you know it wasn't mm. too difficult to change things up a bit. But I, I was really kind of panicky. But it, I was quite lucky in many ways because some of our first few people were. Um, almost exact replicas of the way they like to be handled that mm. Mrs. H is in, in, in the bedroom. So it was kind of like, oh, this I can do, no problem. Let's but, roll out the standards. Well, <laughs> exactly that. And that's something I've done. Actually, um, Vanilla Ice, one and a half, likes quite a firm touch. And that's, yeah, fine. And that's, but that's what I'm used to. And now I'm always having to just be a bit more gentle. This is why she keeps slapping me and telling me to be much more firm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, probably. That, yeah. yeah. Also, she's quite firm as well. And, and, and um, yeah, and so she perhaps needs to rein it in a little bit. I think you might agree. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a case of like, oh, actually, this is my go-to move. It always works, but it doesn't. And I think the key is communication. Yeah, Absolutely. Being able to ask for what you want and ask if someone's happy with what you're doing is so yeah, important. Yeah, bo- both of those, aren't yeah. they? It's got to be give and take because you, you can say as much as you like, oh, do you like that? And if they just say, yeah, but it's not true, 
well, what's the point? There's, yeah. You know, if she just said, just a tiny bit to the left, then actually she'd enjoy it more, you'd enjoy pleasing her more, and it's not that hard, but there, it is. Well, see, I, I think it's, and this is why I, I like developing sort of friendships with people that we can come back to and see a number oh, of hi. times. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Um, because that communication becomes much better and much stronger, mm. and there's no the worry of of saying the wrong thing or even doing the wrong thing just kind of goes out the window because it's much more fluid and involved <laughs> fluid um and and actually it, it, people don't mind if they ask for something or if they do something. yeah I, I think that is and it's the familiarity really isn't it that yes with your own partner you might feel so familiarity happy. breeds content <laughs> or content yeah <laughs> So yeah, that was that was kind of where where I thought about that. There's a few social issues as well that I kind of wanted to touch on. Um, <laughs> you wanted to touch, to touch on, touch on. Well, the, the first one, as you can see on my list here, is, mm. is by men. <laughs> so you wanted to touch on by men. Oh, that's yes. fine. Yeah, mm. absolutely fine. Um, so it's not it's not my he says with a cup of tea in front of him, not my cup of tea <laughs> necessarily. But it is something that, that, that sort of strikes me that actually there is this strange dynamic where <clears throat> the ladies are very much encouraged to be by Almost expected. Yeah, almost. You know, and I, I, I'm, I've known Mrs. H to throw her toys out the pram a little bit when a woman hasn't been by. Um, someone like her to get irritated. Couldn't could possibly. Maybe I should talk lower than this. <laughs> so you can hear us. You won't listen to the podcast anyway. It's fine. Oh, um, <clears throat> so, um, well, that's all right. Because yeah. my wife doesn't listen either. So. <laughs> Universally winning. <laughs> But it is that strange dynamic of the women are encouraged to be that, but mm. bi guys are... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there are more bi women in general. There's certainly a sliding scale of some women who are actually bisexual and would quite happily you know, spend time with women, even have a relationship with women. Mm. And then you're sort of prin- pillow princesses. Something right? like that, yeah. yeah. Um, who are just doing... Although I can only think of pillow pants now from... <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> there is another phrase, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, lipstick, lipstick lesbian. Yes. Uh, so yes, and there's an error of just doing it for the guys, or so, but that, that I, I I don't know. That doesn't do it for me. Quite a bit. I, I think putting if someone's putting a show, a show it yeah. just doesn't. I mean, I we wouldn't turn around and go, "Let's put on a show for the girls," as much as they may enjoy that. <laughs> yes. So. I, yeah. No, it doesn't because it's like watching a strip show, or you know, it's like. You, fake. You expect, yeah, exactly. And I, I struggle to find sexy times out of fake mm. things, I think. More yeah, I think so. Um, but it's interesting that, that there is that weird dynamic. The other thing that, that strikes me around guys and the lifestyle is around the compliments thing. And actually, guys don't tend to compliment each other either. No, I I think that, again, is an extension of society. Mm. Um, and women do compliment each other. And men compliment women. Do women compliment men? Not as much as it's usually men complimenting women a lot. Not always the greatest compliments no. from what I've seen online. But uh, and but and then women do compliment men, but not that much. And then men don't compliment men. It doesn't it rarely happens? Yeah, and I think again that is a subtle, and it's probably sort of harking back to that. Um, there's a lot of homophobia and. Whereas generally, um, bisexual women, especially in porn, is is accepted. Whereas bisexual men, gay men, is not. There's there's something there that's mm. different. And 
again, like, so, and it's, there's that concern that, oh, if I compliment him, it might mean I'm gay or I might come across as bisexual or, you know, whatever it might be. And I think there's a slight fear of that when actually it's quite, it's quite possible to say that you're someone looks nice without wanting to have sex with them. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an interesting one. And, and it was, it was actually at the gym this weekend. Someone said, Hey, looking, looking pretty ripped on the arms there, doing all right. Mm. Not true. But I was like, Oh, well, I, just... com- I complimented your, you on Twitter the other day. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, my yeah. pleasure. <laughs> but it, you know, in a gym environment, I think that does happen. Sometimes, hmm. but actually, when you take it outside of that, very yeah, rarely day to day, I don't know if that's the gym. Everyone's trying to work on their body, so it's a, they're all body conscious. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you just don't. You don't get that, and yeah, I mean, it's quite possible to say to a woman, "Your hair looks nice," without wanting to have sex. So why wouldn't you say to a man, "Oh, your hair looks nice," especially if you say your hair looks lovely, but I don't want to have sex. <laughs> yeah, it's, you've got to be careful. I mean, I've, I've used it all, all through an alternative <laughs> on many occasions. <laughs> Great hair, one wanna fuck you. <laughs> that's a, that's a winning line. It is almost <laughs> a winning line. I think there is something around the attitudes of guys as well, and I, I do think there is. Um, there tends to be this sort of rock up and fuck approach, mm-hmm. and I don't know whether that's sort of more exclusive to the UK or not. And harking no, back to the whole know. dogging type stuff that seems to be so popular. Yeah, because that is literally that, isn't it? Just rock up. and. Um, I suppose that, yeah, and there's got to be a success rate with that. So there's obviously got to be women that like it, but as you've seen Doggy, it's usually one woman in about... But just the amount of guys on Fab that send you a message saying, oh, can you fuck tonight? Like, it must work, must it? Or do you just want... Oh, we had a great one tonight. (laughs) Up to meet. Oh. (laughs) Pretty much one word. Nice, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, right, yeah, absolutely. Well, what I really liked is when we clicked on their profile, um, they, they were hunting for coke. Oh, right. So, great. <laughs> so, so, I mean, just have a little look down our profile and it'll give you a clue. I mean, it probably says, no, not interested in guys or whatever it might be, but yeah. it's just spamming messages. Um, but it must work, must it? I don't know. It's like telesales. I thought. <laughs> oh, so if you throw enough monkeys at typewriters, you'll eventually get something of worth. Yeah. Mm, eventually, yeah. That, that line may work for one woman, I suppose, mm. or, and, and that's all they need. But it is strange, because I do, I do perceive a lot of the fellas in the lifestyle to have this sort of, let's just crack on and fuck. And mm. we certainly encountered people that have been in that that frame of mind, certainly in our very early days when we went to sort of various um, socials and events and things. And it was very much, well, you're not, not a swinger unless that's, you know, that's what you do. Yeah, I think it's, it's very difficult. So actually, swinger is such a broad term. And, uh, you know, sex lives of people are very broad and everybody does things differently. And mm. that's the same for swinging. And, you know, you can do it however you want. And for some people, the rocking up and fucking, if that's... That's, that's the thing. And that's fine, you know, but it's not going to be for everyone. It's not, it's not our approach, but, you know, it's, it might, it might work for some people. No, well, I suppose, it, I suppose it does really. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, and we touched about it already, is a little bit about that dress sense and effort of, of the guys. And I think, and it does, it is something that irks me because there's nothing worse than, Sort of having having some messages on a, on a profile, and well, there's probably worse things, but but it irritates me at the moment mm. of, of chatting to people and 
you see some of the pictures. Typically, you won't get pictures of the guy. No. Um, which is fine. Um, not really fine. It should be better. But that's what we've come to expect, I think. And then, then you meet them and the guy turns up and he's just wearing some mm. fucking scrawled out shirt that hasn't yeah. even, you know, it's just no, a... It's a slap in the face. Yeah, it? it's a piss poor effort. Especially when the woman has gone to so much trouble to look so lovely. Mm. So I'm like, yes, this is going to be amazing. This is great. As the woman comes around the corner, mm. this is perfect, amazing. And Mrs. H is, is going to like her. Mm. And then I see the guy come around and I think, there's no fucking way that we're going to be able to do anything yeah. with them because... Not even because he's um, like hideous or ugly, whatever it might be. It's just that he's not putting any effort at all, and it just sort of gives the impression that you're not worth it. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't like the idea of, of Mrs. H sort of being treated that way in a way. I yeah, feel like she deserves a little bit of effort. I mean, in some ways, and I'm not defending that maybe. It's like going to a wedding, isn't it? Women go, oh, what should I wear? Well, I could wear this dress or long dress. Or Whereas men go, oh, I've got to wear a suit again. Yeah. Like the suit again, yeah. And so there is, there are limits, but, you know, put a shirt on, iron it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, clean, clean. Clean, clean it and then iron it. Have a shave. Yeah. Or trim, you know, whatever. Yeah. Put, you know, just, yeah. Makes an effort to look nice. I think it, it is so important. I think you know. Again, this is one of those things that I'd really like people to take out of this. Is actually to guys to start trying to put more of an effort in, and especially on the profiles as well. It's really nice to see profiles of the couple mm. and the woman. And granted, that's great, but also, you know, if there's no profile pics of, of the guy, then... why is that? That there are no... I mean, generally, what you'll get is a load of profile pictures of the lady, ranging from sort of cheeky, erotic. To you know, Full on a bottle of champagne um, shoved down yeah. at lunch. <laughs> and no picture of the guy, or one picture of the guy's cock, or just a load of cock pics. Yeah, I, I don't get it. And especially even if you go, so on Fab Swingers, there are, there's two levels there's a public mm. view and a friend mm. view. And even to, to people that we know, even people that we played with, the, the pictures you kind of. There's very few of the guys, and yeah, and it, I mean, we've certainly got more pictures on our profile of her than me, and you, do you? Uh, I mean, the thing is, you and I take more photos, and we make the effort to take them and enjoy but, taking the photos, and you don't. It doesn't necessarily happen the other way around. I think on our personal profile, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more pictures of me and us as a couple. Certainly from the friend one, there are. Um, yeah. A lot more. And you've of, taken all of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, most of them, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, and, and I do suppose not everyone as much as a mm. selfie whore as myself. Mm. Um, but but on our Bedhoppers account, I, th- I think it's, it's mixed. It's mostly mm. Mrs. H, because um, that's what draws in the listener. <laughs> well, that's it. and I think there is an element of that. And if you put out a picture on Fab, you can go on, can't you, and rate the top-rated photos yeah. of the last month or the last year, whatever it is, and they're all women and they'll have hundreds of thousands of votes. And then you'll, and if you put up a picture of your other half, it'll get a load of fabs or whatever they call them. And then you'll put up a picture of yourself and there'll be like about three yeah. likes and it's pretty soul destroying. Well, that, and that's the same on Reddit and, yeah, and Twitter, Twitter as well. And, and that we found that, you know, today I put a picture of, of Mrs. H's ass. Lovely picture. Thank you very Lovely much. Ass. Yeah, it was a good, good little bit of spanking going on there before we took the picture. It has a glow about mm-hmm. it, the ass. And, um, you know, that 
already a thing that's been on there and it's got something like 100 likes or, or 80 yeah, likes so, and retweets yeah and all this sort of stuff picture of my chest last week granted my chest is not as nice as Mr. Nation's I, like, I like the picture of your chest by the way thank you thank you much appreciated but again that will get 20 yeah and but that and that is the world in which we live in I think I also think there seems to be less women on social media than yes. there are men. I so think. the men are liking the pictures of ladies. Right? Mm. Um, but that's back to the compliments thing, isn't yeah. it? That men are liking the pictures of the girls and yeah, the ladies are also liking those pictures, whereas the men aren't liking pictures of men. Mm. So they're, they're not complimenting, but they're not liking it. And, you know, you can appreciate that someone looks good without... And again, we're harking back to that sort of biphobia or... Yeah, it, it, it is strange. I, and I tell you, one of the things that, that struck me is when we first met um, Kate Dow from Swinging Down Under, um, Dow was very complimentary about about us as a couple, but also very complimentary mm. about me. And I think he makes a real concerted effort. I think he talked about it on their their guy show to, to, to actually compliment people and point out mm. the good things when he sees them. So and and I've really taken that to heart. Actually, I really try and do that as we go through our Twitter stuff. And nine times out of ten, it's me manning our Twitter account. Yeah. Um, occasionally, Mrs. H will jump in, mostly to get Pokemon codes. So, yeah. Um, but I, I still try and like the guy picture. Or I, mm. and try, I do like the guy pictures, and we, we we try and comment on both because you know why not? Yeah, it, absolutely. Important. And I think that's yeah. You, know, you can like the picture, and it's a good. I mean, it's yeah. You know, they look good in it, but also. I, I quite like a good photo. Yeah. yeah so, and I, there's nothing I hate worse than those crappy, no effort photos. There's loads of crap in the background. Oh, it's the crap in the background. There's no focus. There's no, I mean, it's entertaining, but it's not. I'm not going to like it because I don't like the photo, let alone the, you know, <laughs> the composition is not there. So whereas I, I like to think I'd put a bit of effort into the photos I take and you know, tweaking them after. I mean, just a little bit of cropping sometimes. You could crop out some of that shit in the background. Yeah, it, it helps. I mean, to be fair, like I said, your photos were so good, they intimidated us. <laughs> so, clearly done too good a job. <laughs> oh, right. You need to make them a bit shitter. If oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Right, yeah. Just, just put some crap in the background, a few kids' toys mm. and, you know, a pet wandering through. But for me, that's an effort thing as well. Like you talk about the guy not putting as much effort in. If you haven't put any effort into your pictures or your profile, well, there's no nothing written in there. There's yeah. no, you know, information about you. It's... There's no effort, and what <laughs> effort are you going to get? If the only effort is to the University of Sydney, do not steal my pictures. <laughs> just... <laughs> yes, yeah. it's never going to work. Well, Lord Voldemort, we've got um, a little bit of time left to answer some um, tweets that we had through and some messages. Okay. So we'll, we'll do our best to, to kind of cover these, some of which I think we've probably talked about. But, you know, so the first one was uh, from the Sharing is Caring podcast. Good friends there. Yeah, indeed. Hello, guys. Uh, they say women compliment each other a lot and are very supportive for one another. Men, not so much. Some men even react like it's weird and I'm hitting on them when I give them a compliment. I'm not always. Which leads on to not many men are bi, curious, which limits play. So I think we covered the compliment bit quite, yeah, um, quite substantially there. And that's obviously from Kiwi, very yeah. good-looking chap. He is, <laughs> he is. And, um, I'm getting good at this compliment. Yeah, uh, but he's a very nice. But man. It, I can understand what you're saying, yeah, that, yeah, and the fact that he's bi. So there is, yeah, a concern maybe that people will think you're just hitting on them mm. without you know, making that compliment. And he might be. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's perfectly possible. Yeah. But he might not be. He Maybe just... he needs to adopt the patented Mr. H chat at line mm. for women, which is you have very nice hair, but I don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lord Voldemort, you have lovely glasses, <laughs> but I don't want to give you a handjob. Oh, 
there we go. Yeah. See, thanks. I think. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, well, thanks to those guys for that. Uh, we had one from Hot New Yogi, which is the hardest thing that we have. Is uh, Mrs. Yogi is very picky when it comes to men. Is this the bear Yogi? I, I, I think. I, I think not. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's very picky when it comes to men. She only finds one out of every 30 men to be sexy. Well, most of the women we run into, she finds sexy. I'm not sure if it is the men that are ugly or if she, if it is that she is picky, but it limits our play. Does, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having high standards. No. Uh, I, I wonder what his opinion is. He doesn't say that, but whether he is picky about the women mm-hmm. or whether he's, yeah, because, and I'm not saying you know, that he is, but you know that just down to fuck. Actually, some guys aren't aren't picky. No, yeah. and I think it's difficult to know whether it has because she may well have very high standards, mm. but there's absolutely nothing no, wrong with absolutely that. Absolutely not. Standards. And the fact is, if you've got a great relationship and you're um, you know, happy with your sex life and you're just looking to enhance it, then why you know why? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you might, especially, you know, and you were saying earlier about getting to know people and having a, building a bit of a relationship rather than just trying to shag through everyone on fab. Um, And I think that's it. So if you are going to be, find a few good ones and just, you know, have, you know, repeat meets. I think I think that's probably where I'd prefer to to head towards. Certainly, a few other people echo, echoed some of oh, those statements. Oh, you think you might uh, have a repeat meet with us? Maybe. Oh, okay. uh, we're back here again. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's because the podcast didn't record last time. <laughs> oh, thanks. No, my dreams are smashed now. Um, so behind closed doors, UK added, "I'm with you. Keep your heels and your standard high." Oh, yeah. Uh, which makes sense. Uh, then uh, his cock her tail said, "Looking buff, Mister Rain." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Very nice. Um, Then Rick and Rachel said, Rachel is super picky about guys and I'm super awkward at sealing the deal. And also nerds. Yeah. uh, Well, if I have found anything about um, the lifestyle, having thought previously about all the horrendous stereotypes that I had, Hmm. having looked at the fab, all those stereotypes are true. There are a lot of But there's also a hell of a lot of nerds out there. (laughs) A lot of nerds. Yeah, and maybe that's just people that I've sort of decided to follow because, you know, personal preferences as well. But, yeah, there's a lot of hot nerds. So, I mean, I wouldn't worry about that. No, the nerd bit, I, I think they'll be absolutely mm. fine on. I think the, the awkward in sealing the deal, um, and there's someone else, uh, sex people, sex people lid, oh. um, said some of the hardest problems for me is knowing how much forwardness is appropriate. Or even expected in a group. Oh, that's, play. that's similar to it's similar sort of thing. Yeah, it can be difficult to gauge, and I sometimes yeah. feel I miss out. And I mean, I, actually, if you have been a bit of a nerd at school, you probably <laughs> have haven't been that forward in you know, your social life. Yeah, it's and they often go hand in hand. They do. I, I, it's an interesting one because we found that as a couple, we've sat back and been quite quiet and not particularly forward. Um, if the environment hasn't welcomed us as much, yeah, you've uh, got to read the room. You do, but also we, we our default option, if we're not one hundred percent comfortable, is to sit back and laugh at the world around us mm. and and just take the piss out of it. So for us, actually, we're not we're not very good sometimes at being forward. Granted, I've got better at that. Yeah, and do you feel you've missed that? I know certainly in my own you know, uh, love life. Before my wife, you know, there were certainly moments where I go, oh, I could have, you know, 
got to know that girl a bit better. Oh yeah, I just well, didn't. I just didn't take that opportunity that is sitting yeah. on a plate. Sometimes it, you just don't spot it, and my my mm. awareness isn't always as good as yeah. It, I've it, had that when people say, "Oh, she was so into you." What really? Yeah. Well, in fact, I had um, going back a few years ago, some someone from coming back to school, and um, just happened to get in touch, and um, she she sort of said, "Oh, I really liked you." You know, we that time mm. when I did. Did X, Y, and Z, and just just sort of caught up, and it was like what I thought was like a nice coffee and a chat. Turns out it was her trying to reintroduce herself into my life, and oh, and and you just totally just oblivious, totally and utterly oblivious. And mm. she was one of my big school crushes. So uh, you know, the, Mr. H's awareness oh. is a there's a big there's a combination there whether people are good at flirting. Uh, some people are terrible at flirting. Some mm-hmm. people are very flirty, but they don't mean anything by it. Yeah. Some people are. Terrible for some people. Terrible at reading, you know, and all those things, different combinations. <laughs> you're gonna, you know, the chance of hitting success is uh, going to be lowered. Well, it was interesting actually. We we had a had a recent meet, and um, I was, uh, as I sometimes do, <laughs> showing the hot octopus atom cock ring oh, yeah. thing. There. So, um, and as I was showing it, oh, someone said, "Oh, that looks nice," and I said, "Well, you enjoy it even more when it's on me." Which for me was a lot more fun. Yeah, and and could have just been a cheeky. It, yeah, aside, and the, I got a very very affirmative. Yes, I would like, and I was actually really chuffed with mm. myself. One that I got the yes, but also that I had that interaction and put myself out there. But but you could say something like that, and it and, and it completely fails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they just laugh it because they think it's just a yeah. Joke. And I think the delivery in itself was cheeky enough for 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 me to get away. A little glint in your eye. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um. So that that was an interesting one. So. Uh, we've had a message from Ebony and Ivory. Um, hello again, Mr. and Mrs. H. Oh, Mr. H and Mrs. H. They put me first. Nice. Menace episode. Uh, just a quick email to ask if you could address one of the issues that I have noticed while in the lifestyle. I feel that so much of the attention when at a club or online is placed upon the women. This is amazing for the female half of us who is incredibly understanding of my feelings and makes it clear that we don't want anyone feeling left out on either side. Just wondering if there's something that I'm being silly about or have other males noticed it. I'm more than happy for my better half to play and me to watch. However, this is not what she wants. And I also can't help but feel the lesser of the couple. And having spoken about it with her, she's fantastic at stopping the second she sees I'm not comfortable. This works both ways. Uh, as I'm not really interested in playing without my partner there. Uh, we went into this as a couple and the thrill for both of us is seeing the other turned on. We try so hard to include the, the male counterparts as I know it's something I feel like can be an issue. Uh, just would love to listen to both your thoughts. Looking forward to hearing from you. So um, they're not going to get both our thoughts. They're just going to get my thoughts and yeah, your thoughts. I might. Well, yeah, I'll do. I'll do my Mrs. H impression. I'll get it. I think there's a number of things really. I mean, some people are quite happy just to watch their partners play. I yeah, mean, we talked about that. Earlier, so Wouldn't be for me. Not my thing, but you know. Um, but there's going. You're going back to that bisexuality bit as well that actually generally and i don't know if they specify there but the women if the women are bisexual and the men aren't and you go into that group then the guy wants to play with the two women yeah so does the other guy but they're not going to interact but the women want to play together yes so there's just bound to be more attention on the girls just because of you know that's why I take an egg timer with me at all times. Oh, because yeah, once, once Mrs. H gets started, it's like, come on, no, yeah. And and of course, if you were by, then yeah, you could have or yeah, you yeah. might still be able to get involved. But but also, it's you know, I I feel that from 
from my point of view as well, actually, I know that um, Vanilla Ice would quite like to spend more time with the ladies. And so, you know, I, I'm keen for her to get that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe with a unicorn, that might be an easier route to guarantee that nobody's left out. So it's a difficult balance, but... Because mm, you don't want them to feel as though there is literally a ticking clock or ticking mm. some timer in the background of, oh, you've got this yeah. amount of time to play. And especially as you, we've already said, none of us are keen on the putting on a show type no. thing. So. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think the, the other thing is that, yeah, I think there is a lot more attention on the on the, on the the women. Mm. I mean, we would cover that, I think, fairly extensively. Well, yeah, with the photos and the, you know, the comments and the you know, paying compliments and all of that. Women do get more attention. Yeah, I think the one thing that does sort of ring true for me is that you do have to play to your strengths to a certain extent as well, though. So, you know, make the most of what you have got mm. so that you don't... You know, yeah, well, you've always said that, you know, Mrs. H draws the eyes. She does. And then, you know, so in a club situation, that she'll get that initial attention, but then you, your personality... You know, Turns everyone away. <laughs> oh, it's those Star Wars impressions again. Um, but no, but exactly. 1% of the time it works 100% of the time. <laughs> but if you, if, you know, you get that attention and that, you know, however it comes, even if it is the lady sort of bringing them in, then yeah, exactly. Play to your strengths, your personality, charm, humour, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, if, if, if they haven't got, got interest anything, in Transformers Generation One. <laughs> you are, yeah, I, I that I can do. But yes, you've got to have something. You know, even if they're not necessarily drawn to you aesthetically. Okay, that's fine. Not everyone's going to be that person who walks into a room and draws all the eyes. But you do need to put yourself out there. I think passion's really important as well. Having a passion about something and just getting yeah. excited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just shows that you you have an interest or that you... Oh, absolutely. Even if it's, you know, back to the nerdy thing, you know, even if it's, you know, whatever, you know, really nerdy, it's not my kind of nerdy, but, you know, actually you are excited about something. There are plenty of people out there who seem to just do nothing. And you're like, um, fab is great, but that's not your whole life, surely. Yeah, and you've got something else. And if you can capture some of that personality mm. in your pictures or in your profile yes. and, and have a nod to it, it gives people an mm. inroad. Something to talk outside to. of the sex, isn't yeah. it? Because Fab is, we're all on Fab because we want to meet people. We're in the lifestyle because we want to meet people and have sex with them. Yeah. I mean, it's not, we're not trying to pretend that it's not that. No. But if that's all your focus is on, you don't have any other interests, then, you know. It, yeah, it doesn't. It's very limiting. Yeah, it feels quite sad to me in many ways. So, okay, so we had a tweet from Chris and Karen Swing at Swing Along Podcast. I think the biggest issue is men having to constantly assure the woman if everything is okay, if what they're, they're doing the woman is uh, enjoying and the act of performing well and finishing. The pressure men face to come and sometimes stay hard is a real mm. one. Well, I think we've covered that quite extensively. And who knows, added, my challenge has always been getting into the right headspace. Balancing my desire to watch my wife play with playing with the other spouse mm. can be challenging. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is, you know, is we've covered most of those points, but it is communication and it is getting into the right headspace, isn't it? I mean, Definitely. Being in the right frame of mind can solve a lot of those problems. Oh, yeah. Um, fun Italian couple added, a couple means two people, and that means both can post pics. 
guide pics aren't nearly as exciting, but it's okay for them to share once in a while too. So That's here you go. And he's chucked a picture of himself in there. Oh, he's a good looking uh, chap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've met him. He was a nice bloke. Yes. Yeah, we met oh, her as well. Okay. Very yeah. nice. Looking uh, very, very buff. I would say a power couple. Oh, okay. Power, power couple, yeah. Nice. He's looking good there. He's clearly been going to the gym quite a bit. So, yeah, absolutely agree. Did I you think. like his photo? Did I like his photo? I think I did. I, well, I commented on it, so oh, it's even again. better, isn't it? It's yeah. engagement yes. beyond liking. So, um, I absolutely agree. A couple means two people, and I think mm. um, it's really important to demonstrate that there is another and part it's, of that. Also, it's it's two individuals and a couple. There's different things there, aren't there? Yeah. And you know, going back to photos and the, actually just meeting people and seeing how they interact with their other half, that I really, if it's a couple and you can see how into each other they are, that's much more attractive that's to awesome. me. That's awesome. That's half the fun of it. I think. Yeah. And and if you know if they that they show all of that stuff and mm. put it out there, it, it's a really nice exactly. Situation. I mean, we when we were here the other day and we were arguing with our spouses about talking over each other and all that normal stuff that goes into a relationship, yeah. you sort of you can see it all and yeah, there's oh yeah like the the inner workings. <laughs> We've definitely <laughs> seen some inner workings. <laughs> um, our secret life said uh, and. Uh, concerning the age gap in our relationship, we are filtered out of the younger demographic. Despite Mrs. L's youthful 41 years, we tend to find that it's easier to find men Mrs. L likes in the 50 plus age group than women Mr. L finds attractive. It's the opposite for us. I don't say how old he is. Which This is like a, one of those math, mm. you know, if a train is travelling at 50 <laughs> miles an hour <laughs> and it's 80 miles from the city. So, uh, hang on. I was thinking along the lines of performance anxiety, feeling the less attractive partner on the relationship worries about flirting from our secret life. Yeah, well, I think we have we have covered all of those, haven't we? Yeah, I think the age gap thing is an interesting one, and it's because um, we, we have met people where... So are you talking about an age gap between the couple? The, the, the partners, yeah. So Rather than the age gap between the couples. Yes, so, well, both, mm. but I think mostly the... So if um, the chap... He's in his fifties and she's in her thirties. That can be an interesting blend, mm. particularly as you know we're, we're sort of Mrs. H is older than I am, um, but not by a significant amount. She's um, older than I am, so. yeah. She, I, she's the oldest person in the room, I think. She's not listening; it's fine. We'll be okay. Um, but so that that dynamic can be quite an interesting one to navigate. I find, mm. particularly as it tends to be older guys and younger. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, does it? What matter the other way around? Not that it matters, but does it make us... I think that actually men age better. I yeah. personally, yeah. myself, I think I'm, you know, I'm more attractive as I've got older. Um, and I think it's easier for a man to sort of develop that you know, silver fox. But even when you get sort of into more matures, yeah. there's a lot more pressure on women. Yeah, I, I, I agree on that front. And it, it is interesting, though, because actually... That, that dynamic of, you know, because you, you've all got to be a match. Mm. And it's quite hard to match up if, if age is well, a thing. For that's it. it. There's got to be the attractiveness, and but also there's got to be, as we said, more. Yeah. Uh, and actually, just having watched the same stuff on TV when you were kids is, mm. you know, is actually, you know, those kind of shared experiences. But I have he says a, this wearing a Ninja Turtle shirt. By the way, <laughs> or a uh, shirt referencing yes, yeah. the Ninja Turtles. Um, and uh, yeah, I was chatting to her new colleague, and I won't go into too much detail, but she learnt about September 11th in history. <laughs> and I suddenly felt 
ancient. And <laughs> I thought, you just, there is going to be a, yeah, you don't have those shared experiences. Mm, getting them to sign up on Fab, though, was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. <laughs> well, I think, I think that covers pretty much everything that we had, had sent through. And I think, mm. I think most of the stuff that we wanted to cover, uh, despite our commitment to each other to say that we're going to keep this snappy <laughs> and short. We... Sorry, I'm a man. <laughs> No, not, not, you know, I don't go hiking. Really. I mean, I'm, a, I'm doing it again. Bit of a talker. Hmm. That's fine. It's not as if I don't talk. No. <laughs> he says on his own podcast designed to enable me to talk as much talk. as I'm fucking hmm. what. So, right. Well, I think in which case we'll, we'll, we'll sum it up and, and wrap it up. Is there anything, um, obviously very important, anything um, you want to add? Chuck yeah. In? I mean, mainly communication. And what I would say is the girls are going to talk about on their own podcast about female issues. Yeah. This is a really important listen for guys, I think, hopefully it's useful, um, you know, and discuss some of the issues that they might be thinking. But it's also important for women to listen to those issues and, you know, find out some of the things that men might be thinking and, you know, what would be a good way of helping. Yeah. And vice versa. You know, when the um, women episode comes out in a couple of weeks, then, um, you know, Men can listen to that, and as well as women, obviously, but can listen and yeah, you know, go. Oh, okay, that might be you know what's going on in their head. Well, I, you know, it's a great way of having those conversations and opening up some of those things. Mm. Also, the other thing I'm thinking is is that if both partners download it, uh, I get more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any danger in my uh, wife listening to it, but you never know. So I'll just subscribe on. If she's on, it, she, she probably will. On it. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well. Thank you very much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you for having um, me. Hope everyone finds this useful. As ever, uh, please get in touch. We'll put all the details on that at the end. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Mrs. H will and I will come back for a final thought. Jerry Springer style at the end of this one. And we will put out some uh, buff pictures. Oh, yeah. And, well, I'm, uh, I'm hoping to put a couple out. Compliment. Maybe, yeah, some one or two to warm people up to the show. Not put them off, hopefully. And men put yes. out your own pictures exactly um, and if you see those pictures like them <laughs> and compliment yeah, yeah. And, and retweet them and all sorts of things thank you very much Lord Wellmore you've been a great guest my pleasure so we're back in the room well actually we never really left the room <laughs> this was through the magic of recording like a stop and start kind of thing situation yeah, yeah. With, with, with some editing required probably Probably. Yeah, Mrs. H is looking confused now. I always do. Yeah, he's this not... is my, my natural state. I mean, this is like the day after we recorded, so this <laughs> um, he's not in the room anymore. Um, <laughs> like time zones mean anything to me. No, I know that. Like time means <laughs> or time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like literally, I'm I'm just like Gandalf, pretty much. Um, what well, I was drinking. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say that, but actually, there are some similarities I could draw with. Um, Gandalf. Right. I meant I arrive exactly when I intend to. Do you really? Mm. Well, as listeners Much will like know, Gandalf. quite often you don't arrive at all. So, <gasps> ah, snap, burn. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, huge, huge, huge thank you to Lord Voldemort for uh, joining me and having a lovely little chat in his kitchen. Nice. Uh, that was very nice, very pleasant. I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed seeing uh, vanilla rice in her pajamas when we rocked up for the second time. <laughs> We had a right good girly chat. Did you? We really did. Oh, I'm glad you, you two had some fun. We, we've now got to re-record the, the girly show. <laughs> the girly show, yeah. Yep. 
it's going to be a full on girly show. Oh my god! If there isn't isn't a couple of women chucking pillows at each other in the ninety, we 90s? are not having some weird pillow fight. Is it not a sleepover? No, it is not. Oh. We are going to talk about some adult stuff. Shit. We're not going to talk about shit. <laughs> Probably not. You never know with, with the second recording. You, you, you're never quite sure where it's no. going to go. So um, anyway, thanks to uh, both of them for one, having us over and um, entertaining us and B, being very kind and generous with their time doubly so because we fucked up the recording. No. By we, I mean me, um, but mostly you. And um, No, it was his large magnet that he kept somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was an electromagnetic <laughs> disturbance of the force. Um, I'm sure we've got friends who will science us on that. Very front. likely. Yeah, I think we're waiting for some sciencey stuff from them as well, actually. Science. Yeah, some science. They'll know who they are. All right. Anyway, right. Well, uh, in terms of what have we got coming up, we've got well a girly show. We've got a girly show. We've also also got a road trip Ooh, to London. Road trip to London town. To London, which will be quite fun. Yes. Um, I'm not sure what else is in our calendar. We're hurtling towards desire. Yes, we are. We really are. Um, we we've, we've got one costume sorted. Hey, well, you have. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> amazing! Yes, it is amazing. Yes, thank you. Um, and it looks like it's going to be really, 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 really hot to wear as well. Yeah, but I'll look really, 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 really hot on it. For that 12 seconds that you can sustain wearing it in the 30 degree heat. Yes. yes. I can't wait. Well, your parcel and costume is arriving tomorrow. And is mine as mahusive? No. Thank yours Christ. is tighter than a tiger. Oh, shut up. No. <laughs> You better be joking. No, not in the slightest. I'm not having some return to like the Cumberland sausage affair. The return to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I've given you the. Uh, if the... I look like a joint of meat tied up with some string, I'm going to be really annoyed. No, it's, it is return to Oz costume. You're the moose sofa. <laughs> I haven't seen Return to Oz. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you is have. Is it one with the weird wheelie things where they've got hands and wheels? Yeah, and TikTok. I don't know what that is. That's the robot, the big rotund general uh, robot thing. I just remember the horrible things with hands, wheels for hands. Yeah, and the pumpkin head dude and the chicken and the rock And wasn't there some like loads of different heads kept in cupboards and she'd go and like change her heads? heads. You have seen it. Oh, fuck. That's a weird... I I hope there's no costume related to that. (laughs) I can't imagine. (laughs) Hey, lady, you're only supposed to throw your own head. Got me some roller skates in my hands. I've actually got you one of the fire demons from Labyrinth. (gasps) No. (laughs) Nobody ever wants to be a fire demon. Your eyes can be so cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go get me all wild up now. (laughs) It's not difficult. Anyways... Um, since I've got you vaguely riled up, we, we, we should be heading <laughs> off. Um, look out for the, the girly show in the next edition of Bed Hoppers. Mm. Uh, Mrs. H, do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. So we didn't actually mention how people can get hold of us. So if you're underwater, please send us an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're in the air, send us a pigeon. <laughs> pigeon? Pigeons, so 2018. What, what sort of bird would you like then? I want an eagle. Nothing I don't less like any than, birds, you know this. I'd like a vulture. A vulture. A vulture. Delivering you some kind of missive about what we want to talk about. I don't know what you guys want to do. <laughs> God, don't start that again. <laughs> Which is literally what they say in the film. Is it? Yeah, don't start that again. I think that's what they say. Oh, how maybe this, it. Maybe this is like compacted somehow in my brain. Um, you're talking about Lion King, right? Oh my God. No, is it not Lion King? No. 
Come on. When you look under the rocks and plants... Oh, and a jungle take... book? Yes, there we go. I could have sworn there's some vultures in Lion King. Are there? No. What you're thinking of is our strange um, trip to yes, Cuba or wherever it was. Of. Are there no vultures in Lion King? Are you sure? Not really, no. I, they're, they're not like... Um, there's not like a vulture character. Well, why were there like so many vultures in the play? <laughs> because they were filling time in between <laughs> songs. <laughs> I thought it was like some key part of Lion King that was like worth making a scene out of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the vulture song. The most popular bit of all Lion King's. But whenever I watch Lion King, I only ever watch the same bit over and over again, which is the bit with Scar. Uh, that which makes bit? me cry. Oh, the, the bit. Am I allowed to say it then? Yeah, it's a spoiler for Lion it? King, but you know, if you haven't seen it, then you know. Then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck a lion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, which bit makes you the, cry? The bit where he gets trampled um, by the herd of everything in the world that like stampedes its way through this canyon. And then he dies. Who? S- not Scar. His dad. Was... Not Scar's dad. Oh, God. Um, um, Simba, is that his name? Simba's dad. <laughs> What's he called? I don't bloody know. <laughs> I haven't really seen it. Is it not Mufasa? Is it? Is it? Are you sure? Maybe. It doesn't sound like a very liney name. A very liney name? Well, it, just, it sounds more like... Um, like a like sauce. A, like a witch doctor or something. <laughs> Move faster the witch doctor. <laughs> yes. God, you're so wrong. You can't say things like that. This is terrible. What's wrong with witch doctor? I don't know. It just doesn't sound very... You, you think everything I say is not politically correct. Well, most of the things you say are not politically not correct. True. Well, no, we'll see. Anyway, um, so other ways you can contact us. It's uh. on Twitter at bedhopperssuck. <laughs> on email at bedhopperssuck at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I think it's that I think one. I bedhoppers just oh, suck, really. <laughs> we're on fab. Yeah. Hoppers, uh, give us a message there. If you're on Fab and you decide to send us a message... Oh, for fuck's sake, just don't say hi. Yeah, I'm, I am I lost my will to live yeah. today. Yeah, so um, we'll be talking about some of those things later on, I think. <laughs> uh, and, you know, feel free to read the profile. Um, don't necessarily feel the need to ask us how to find a podcast. <laughs> or, or just open it with hi. Hi. So there's that. Right. Uh, we're also on Double Date Nation, so you can find us on oh, Bedhoppers yeah. there, so you can give us a shout or a wink or whatever it is that you do on there. Yeah. Um, you can also scavenge around in our bins, and eventually Mrs. H will come out clanging a bin lid to scare you away, like the filthy raccoon that you are. What, like it's some little trash panda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we don't actually have raccoons over here. Unless there are um, pets. Well, I have seen raccoons, but they're not um, indigenous to the, the area we Have you seen know. a raccoon roaming the streets? No, I have not. Was it a badger? Uh, no, I know the difference between a badger and a raccoon. Hang on. So what does a badger look like? Well, it's black and white. What does a raccoon look like? Grey. <laughs> <laughs> and a, with black and white. <laughs> <laughs> but they have like little bandit eyes, don't they? Because they're really cute. What, badgers? No. Um, raccoons. Would you say like, I don't know, in like a video game, like the boss would be the badger, yet the henchman <laughs> would be like the raccoons? That would be a really weird game if you had, like, a, a badger boss. Critter duffer. <laughs> <laughs> you can go punch a badger. Oh, my God. I would run away from a badger. They look fucking terrifying. I've seen you run away from a badger. Yeah, many times. Yeah, this is very true. They are so scary. We saw a badger out down our street, actually, quite yeah. a month ago. It was good fun. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we saw it. Yoko also saw the badger and was less than impressed. Exactly. She turned and ran away as well. No. they're big and they've got really big claws. <laughs> 
<laughs> as he comes at you with a banana. Yes. <laughs> a Loganberry. 